listening to What's up, you freight alley cats? (laughs) Before we even get started, super exciting week because on Monday, two huge things dropped here. First of all, the Alexa flexes from Long Beach to Texas. We got our micro news podcast, the Freight Waves News Brief, your morning minute. If you have an Alexa, I think you set up some skill. I don't have an Alexa. Do you have an Alexa? I have two. Actually, one's wow. an Alexa and one's an Echo. Are they like Furbies? Do they talk to each other? <laughs> no, but they they uh, they do con- compete. You know. Ah, uh, well, yeah. so we have that. But if you don't have an Alexa, you can also go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, yep. wherever you get your podcasts. Just look up. Freightwaves News Brief. It's one minute to 90 seconds of all your headlines. It's uploaded first thing in the morning. And I know that because I do it and I read it. And the other thing that dropped was Freightwaves Insiders, also on all the same channels, except not Alexa. It's not an Alexa show. It's a deep conversational deep dive. Yeah, and it's really awesome. I've heard the very first release with you and the Sultan of Sonar. <laughs> I mean, I really think that for uh, you know, what the truck we uh, we're we're all things to all people. Yeah, you know, uh, targeting all all people in the supply chain. You know, we we're not like uh, we're an equal opportunity offender when mm-hmm. it comes to our audience. But no, for this uh, freight waves insider yeah. thing, dude, it's really cool. I think there's a lot of room for this kind of profile yeah. thing, yeah. kind of magazine style. Well, you know what it is? It's about putting context to people's worldviews and stuff. Because I remember something, yeah. Chad. When I first started out in this business, when I was 25 years old. I had no idea what the hell was going on, and it took a while. And a lot of people would say things to me, and I felt like I was getting, like, I don't know, gaslit by a lot of people who didn't know what they were talking about. Jargon. Exactly. So I wanted to make a show that really can inform anyone from the student to the top-level CEO. And this is, you know, there's no cowbell. I don't bring Bessie with me. It's a much more uh, (laughs) conversational deep dive. If you listen to one of my old shows before I came over to Freightways, very sort of similar style to that. Okay. But you know what? Hey, a couple thank yous, too, before we pay the bills. Uh, we just yeah. got some trucks in the mail, right? That's right. Thank you to Edge Logistics for yeah. the two trucks. Yeah, made in the USA, too. They were made in Iowa, not China. Iowa. Oh, mm-hmm. didn't know that. Nice little detail. Yeah, thanks. A uh, shout out to them for um, adding to our Head Hall Museum. Yeah, and our former guest, uh, well, the guy who's on to announce, remember, Full Bay came on. William Kerr. No, no, Will well, Kerr. William Kerr well, is oh, with yeah. Edge. With oh. Full Bay, we had yeah. Jacob Finley. He came on to announce that funding round That's that they right. had just successfully done. And he sent us, what, a couple t-shirts, a couple hats? Yeah, I will wear them with pride. Beautiful stuff. Well, Chad, what do we got to do before we get to the headlines? And by the way, I mean, oh, we, yeah. we we like to profile people um, not for the, uh, the, the gifts at the, and the love that they shower us with, huh. but for the pure love and enthusiasm of just sharing the loves, talking about our industry. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know mean, what I'm saying? Of course. And it means they're a listener. <clears throat> and we're, you know, we're very active on social media. So, you know, obviously, if you send us a truck, we're going to post it, especially if, you know, there's good intentions behind it. If you're just trying to get like a free right. ad or something. No, we got other right. ways to pay the bills. The Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, FMCSA, is now accepting applications for military drivers aged 18 to 21 year olds looking to drive commercial trucks. We are excited to launch this program. 
to help the brave men and women who serve our country explore employment opportunities in the commercial motor vehicle industry, said Ray Martinez, the FMCSA administrator, as we may probably all know. With the nation's economy reaching new heights, the trucking industry continues to need drivers and have new jo- have job openings. We encourage veterans and reservists to apply. Learn more about this exciting new program. This is, to me, more of the same of what we've been hearing about, but perhaps they're moving the needle forward, you know, on this specific area. Because it's not even, I mean, I think also that's the Drive Safe Act. Yeah. But hold me I mean, on for a second here, though. Yeah. If you are, if they're, so it's 18 to 21 years old, but wouldn't you be in the military? Like, if you're serving the military, you have to do it for four years. So wouldn't you... Not even be out. I guess if you're well, in the number, National Guard, actually, if you're a reservist. I think it's eight. Isn't it eighteen to twenty? Because twenty-one, you're already. You're, yeah, there. I guess so. Well, I guess they mean but, like until you know. Yeah, it, it's yeah. more. It's kind like, of confusing to say twenty to, and yeah. three hundred and sixty-four days. Yeah, um, and you know, fifty-nine, not fifty-nine hours. There's not that many hours in a minutes. day. I wish. Tariff troubles, not confidence of U.S. businesses in China. Trade war tariffs are hurting the competitiveness of U.S. businesses working in China, according to the American Chamber of Commerce in China. That's the Amchan China. Tariff troubles increased over the weekend as the latest round of Chinese tariffs on 60 billion of U.S. goods began on Saturday, June 1st. Amcham China, Amcham China surveyed its <laughs> membership of that's a Amcham China. Say that five times. Amcham China, Amcham China surveyed its members of more than 3,300 individual members from 900 companies working in China. The tariffs are have they said the tariffs are having a negative impact. The chamber reported, Shocker. yeah, with 74.9% of respondents stating that the increase in U.S. tariffs are having an adverse effect. Approximately 37.7% of respondents said that the U.S. tariffs are having a strong negative impact. And 37.2% said that they're having a slight negative impact. I just like the way you said Amcham China. Amcham China. Port report, Canada's future port automation cause of union angst. Mm. Automation is once again a flashpoint at ports with a major Canadian container terminal project becoming the latest instance of a standoff between labor and management. As Freeways Nate Tabak reported, the International Longshore and Warehouse Union Local 502 is standing down from a full-blown strike at Vancouver's ports. Instead, the ILWU members will refuse overtime and take other measures at the third largest container port in the North American West Coast. The ILWU said the action was prompted by concerns over automation at the ports Mm. and the potential devastation to our communities. The issue at stake is the Roberts Bank Terminal 2 project at the Port of Vancouver. The proposed $2 billion project would have a 25% larger footprint than the existing Roberts Bank Container Terminal, GCT Delta Port. Once all phases are done, Roberts Bank Terminal 2 and w- would add 2.4 million 20-foot equivalent TEUs yeah. in ca- capacity to Vancouver last year. All Vancouver port terminals handle about 3 million TEU in total. Well, a strike would be bad. Speaking of of what could be bad, so Flexport, where we are in this situation where there could be a freight recession. We're monitoring the spot market to see how much is being dumped in there, and we're looking at that versus the volumes. But Flexport is obviously concerned. They've hired a trade economist as trade gets more risky than ever. Digital for and they have a lot of money tied up in, in Flexport, right? That's something like a something like a billion, right? Digital First Forwarder taps academic and government expert to help customers in brave new world of trade. 
Flexport hired a former White House trade and economic advisor in a bid to harness research from the digital first forwarders data sets and to help customers navigate the shifting sands of trade. The San Francisco-based company named Dr. Phil Levy (laughs) as its first chief economist. Levy was a senior economist for President George W. Bush. Council of Economic Advisors and handled international economic issues for Secretary of State Condoleezza Rice's policy planning staff. That's kind of like I was watching Boys in the Hood that was last a night. Yeah, I was watching Boys in the Hood last night. That was kind of around that nineties era, right there. Was that two thousand? <laughs> Condi Rice, man, blast from the past. Um, Flexport said Dr. Levy will lead a research team that identifies trends in global trade and how they impact the supply chain. Finally, Latin America was the bright spot. In the IATA's April Air Cargo Report, the IATA, the uh, International Air Transport Association, data for April continues to paint a dismal picture for the global air cargo market. Year-to-date volumes were down 4.7%, while available capacity increased 2.6%. The bright spot, however, has been the Latin American market. Where, for the past three months, volumes have been on the rise. But as IATA noted in its recent report, ongoing and political uncertainties in the region present challenges for the air cargo industry. Those are your headlines. Yeah, and I just saw a summer breeze flow on by. Let's bring Emily back in here to return for one of our favorite segments. Big deal. Little deal. Okay, so who gets to start? All right, all who right. won last time? Well, you know, they're really winners in this game. <laughs> Emily, introduce yourself. You're back in the booth, but there might be some new listeners to our head hall edition of What the Truck. We are playing what? We are playing Big Deal, Little Deal. And Chad, I do not think there is a winner <laughs> because it's in your mind if you think something's a big deal or a little deal. Oh, well, it's subjective. Yeah. Well, I don't know. That takes out so much of the... The, the fun ste- to it. The I think we'll still have fun. That we are. This, it is so fun, and it's fun to have you on as the host. It's well, great. thank you. Yeah, great to yeah. have you here. So, Recurring host. Yes. We're right. ready for the first one. Yeah, let, we'll let Chad go first. Th- this is getting some traction on FreightWaves.com. Oh. Yeah, some people talk about this. Top fleets increased driver pay in the first quarter of 2019. Big deal or little deal? Well, I. you know, this is a Big deal. They needed to do this. Mm -hmm. Talking about the driver shortage. How are you going to solve the driver shortage, especially in a time where rates are so low? You're going to solve it. In the end, there is one overall. Oh, people try to say there's all these reasons. There's one reason. You can try to make trucking cool again, but you know what the main Mm. reason is, Dooner? The Uh, main reason is you increase their pay. Woo! I just won that uh, one. Nice, it's a little deal. <laughs> they say this all the time. They're saying this last year during capacity crisis. Now there's too much capacity, and they're saying they're increasing driver pay again. I mean, maybe they're doing preparing it for it, but uh, you know what? I mean, if it's a big deal, it's only a big deal because now they're going to have more capital invested in their fleets, and if the freight's not there, that could be some trouble. That you know might what? be a big deal. Here, here's a big horn blast for the drivers out there. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. Well, they're not, they don't agree with you. There's a driver <laughs> shortage, man. No, it, it was, I, I'm just going off this real quickly. It's an interesting article by Brian Strait. I would read uh-huh. because why yeah. this pay, why they're showing a pay increase and really, yeah. is it an increase? Is it not? So that was oh. very interesting. Big but deal, right. Brian one of Strait. You, yes, I was going to say. I just read the headlines. Way to yeah. go, BS. All right. I would go a little deeper on that one. All right, it's my turn. So, What's next? Tariff troubles not confidence of U.S. businesses in China. Yeah, I mean, this is a huge deal. The trade war is a huge deal. We see it in the hits on our website. We see it in the comments on our website. And soon, we're going to be seeing it in the grocery aisle. And we're going to be seeing it at Best Buy when we try to buy a flat screen TV. Or like we try to get one of these like 10,000 square foot flat screens for one of our conferences. It could put us out of business. It's just, it's a huge deal. <laughs> okay, histrionics aside. What? This is a little deal. No, no, no. Little eensy beansy deal. Okay, it's got geopolitical things written all over it. But in the end, you know who's going to hurt a whole lot more? China. Oh. You know, those, Ooh. you know. Things that do, you know, the things that things don't that make you a hum? Things that don't, oh. <laughs> things that don't bend. What do they do? They break. Yes, Bing, 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 Bing. You're, oh, you're gonna break the Chinese like a fortune cookie, I guess. Well, I, I say I once got a fortune that said never smell the inside of a hat, and it's something I've always lived by. Oh, that's really good fortune. Really good wow. advice. Two to nothing. Yeah. Two to nothing. Okay, if we're I'm keep, just kidding. I guess we're keeping score. Okay, Chad goes first on this I'll one. Have to rally he back. Claims he's winning. Yeah, All right. got a long way to come. So. An ITC report said it's becoming difficult for people to use public transportation systems without having to surrender at least some of their personal data. Uh, can I have a lifeline? What what what's the IDC report like? I mean, it's, personal data. Do you think it's a good idea or a bad yeah, idea? Just, You're going to lose some personal data by using a subway. Yeah, let's just talk about getting yeah. on a bus right outside here, and you got this is go. a little deal. Oh. Like we give up yeah. all of our personal information mm-hmm. already. True. It's all over there. There is no more privacy. If you want to like like have them track your every move, hmm. well, hey, that's what like your metrics are all about, right? It's about working out. It's about Keeping up with your steps, huh. which you only have to do seventy five hundred a day, not ten thousand. Oh. By the way, oh, yeah. that's new data. Yeah. That's new personal Breaking data. News. <laughs> that's right. You heard it yeah. first. That's According right. to tweets by your former, by the former host on here that you may have seen on Twitter. <laughs> I read that article. He only surveyed like old women for like a week. You know that. So it's a little, little sort of a small data size. So that is not the question. You know, but this is why he's wrong. He didn't even know what the acronym <laughs> standard for. He doesn't even know anything about this. Data is a huge thing, and we are getting well. it stolen from us by every second of the day. You know, I, I, I do these Alexa reads. God only knows what what's going back to Amazon when I speak around the house on those things. Yeah. No, I don't know. Uh, but Mark Zuckerberg's probably listening to us right now. He's probably looking at us through our webcam. You know, we got to take this stuff a little bit more seriously. But at the same time. I mean, I, I guess we heard these same things. Whenever you use a credit card, people like, we're writing checks forever. So I think generation, generationally, people get a little bit more scared about sacrificing this stuff. It is scary with how much data is on your smartphone, though. I mean, you know, someone could, like, clone you from your DNA and then clone your personality from your phone. Yeah, Zuckerberg is listening, and that is why this show Sub, is a big deal. Sub, Zuck. Hey, <laughs> our speaker, Ben Manzarek, wrote uh, the, oh. the, the hey, book hey. that inspired um, the social network. Yes, we okay. will get to that because that's actually a big Ooh-hoo-hoo. deal or a little deal. Did I just he segue jumped. you? Interesting you mentioned him because that's actually oh. a big 
or little deal. I don't know. I'm not going to say what I think because it's between you two. But okay. here's the next one. New York Times bestselling author Ben yeah, Mesrich yeah, yeah. is joining Freight Waves Live Chicago Ooh, as a keynote speaker. Absolutely. What are you doing? Wait. I got to go first. It's oh, my turn, man. It's my turn. He well, no. because he's oh, so shoot. ahead. He no, gets to go first. It's so oh, obvious that deal. this is a big deal. <laughs> I mean, I just mentioned it. He wrote, Ben wrote, if you're familiar with the movie, The Social Network, we just talked about Facebook. He wrote Accidental Billionaires, which was turned into the screenplay that Aaron Sorkin, Nine Schnells, Trent Reznor, he did the score. It's an amazing movie. Christopher Nolan film, directed by Christopher Nolan. He also did the uh, the screenplay for the book that became 21. And he's, I think he's on his book tour stumping for, what is it, Bitcoin Billionaires yes. right now. Hearing about all the uh, sort of Bitcoin scams that have been going on the back end. So, yeah, big deal. I can't wait to meet him. What am I supposed to say? Little deal is coming to our conference. Well, this is what I would say. If he's only going to be talking about crypto, maybe a little deal because... Crypto be down right now, man, yeah. and it ain't it ain't it ain't all that, and it ain't oh. all happening. Okay, and like what? Like you gonna pay him in Bitcoin to come? He says that he's gonna be talking about Bitcoin, yeah. but he doesn't even participate in. Yeah, Bitcoin. he doesn't. Well, own how own many Bitcoins any. do you have? You're what, talking about Bitcoin. How many Bitcoins um, do you have, Chad? You, you know, I wisely didn't invest. Mm. All right. Yeah. 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 So take that. Well, you, if you invested in two thousand, then like twenty fourteen. Well, there could have been times yeah. where it would have been. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You could yeah. have ridden the the ridden Bitcoin the, wave. Yes. Thank you. There we go. Mm-hmm. Um, so speaking of riding, and I don't know, some people feel certain ways about this. Tesla, they are adding Cuphead to their list of Ooh. games you could play yeah. while in the vehicle. Cuphead, that is so exciting. <laughs> like this is a huge deal. Are you <laughs> kidding me? What? Like, while you ride, you get to be on autopilot. Yeah. You get to, like, do the self-driving th- thing. You're, you're, like, you're playing some Cuphead. Uh-huh. You're you're just, you know, rocking on down the highway. Uh, this is for, you know, the, the kind of, you're, if you want to level up with your car driving, you want to be playing Cuphead at the same time. <laughs> well, I'm glad you went there because this is a little deal. I mean, Tesla is on, like, the verge of going out of business because they can't put their Tesla semis out. The batteries aren't working. They're not keeping up with the amortization of of their own production line, so their facilities are decaying right before their very eyes. They can't make this semi. Uh, you know, they, they they made this sedan, the Tesla 3, as the market's dying. Yes, Cuphead is an awesome game, but I can play that on my Xbox. Oof. Okay. Well, Chad, your hair is looking rather groomed, <laughs> oh. <laughs> shall I say. Chad prepaying for his... <laughs> Oh, I'm so glad I get this first. I'm so glad I get this first. I'm so glad I get this one first. Let's explain this. So, okay. What a setup. I will, I will is, explain it in my answer when outrage. I say that this is a very big deal. Because Chad and I were supposed to record a little bit earlier in the day, but he slacked me and said that he could not because Revenge. he had a prepaid hair, he had a haircut. And it's like, can you just reschedule it? He said, no, it is prepaid. So I was thinking maybe he had a group on or something for his haircut. But Chad can tell us maybe why it's such a little deal and it's just it's just something that oh. happens with him. He's gotta he's gotta he's gotta keep his hair uh, prim and proper. It's a summer cut. Yeah, yeah. this is very little deals, and <laughs> okay. uh, I don't need you talking about it. I mean, look, hey, I've got a, I've got a haircut for podcasting right mm. now. No, uh, yeah, it is a kind of a cool thing though. Um, through style sheets, this you can kind of be a, a, a stylist entrepreneur oh. because for only thirty five dollars a month. That you can have this app that like does the booking, does the like you know reminders, can like cut you off if you like, if you were a no show, like it, it'll still charge. It's like Uber like, for your hair. It's it's kind of 
a game. Well, that would be like if any haircut it's person It's truly a up. game changer for, 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 for stylists. And this dude, Lath, L-A-I-T-H, yeah. he's a really cool dude. And, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's doing the best men haircuts in Chattanooga. All right. Yeah. Wow. So right. is this, I've never heard of this app. Is this a local app? Is this a national app? Is it's we... a national app. Okay. They have millions oh. of users. And well, so if you think of like millions of users paying $35 a month, yeah. but it saves them so much. You don't have to have a secretary, yeah. a secretary. You don't have a, a you don't have, secretary. you don't have <laughs> your to have a, book, a bookkeeper. You take your haircut uh, seriously. Like a, <laughs> a bookkeeper. I don't know. You, you don't have to have a second person. <laughs> you're quick and you're, yeah. you're just slamming. <laughs> hey, me right you can now. move around, man. Look, I'm trying. This is hot. Is it getting hot in here? Yeah, man, because your new haircut. <laughs> Oh my! That's well, you're on you're People on Freight Waves now yeah. with with Emily over here, available on Freight Waves YouTube channel. Subscribe and smash that bell so you get wow. a notification yes. whenever a new episode. I was gonna drops. say it's unfortunate the listeners can't see your hair, but they could subscribe on YouTube yeah, and, and watch you every day. One of these days, or Eastern one of these days time. the Mevos will be up. on Freight Waves now. That's <laughs> yep. right. Okay, last one. I'm really Ooh. pumped about this mm. one. <laughs> Dooner's electric Ooh. Vespa is arriving <laughs> this weekend. Wow, I get this one. It's yeah. a huge deal. Oh. And you know why it's a huge deal? Because first of all, it's the Freight Waves colors. It's going to yeah. be gray and black. Secondly, it only cost you $8,000. <laughs> yeah. Thirdly, it is going to be the only electric Vespa in all of Chattanooga. Yeah. Wait, for real? Yeah. Of course. Yeah, I mean, they just electric. came here from Italy. It's the first one that dropped. I mean, it's a little deal only because it's not here yet. I mean, once it is, of course. I mean, this thing will be lionized on social media. We'll throw a face, you know, we'll throw a Freight Waves logo on the yes. side. It could be like the company Wait, no, car. no, see, you can't do that. It's really a little deal, but it's really a big deal. No, like, that's not what I'm like, saying. It's only little because it's But not it's only here. a start. Like I always say, it's only a start. I need to have All a fleet right. of these things. It's You know, it'll be a big deal once everybody in the there company, go. once I have my gang, my electric <laughs> scooter gang, my electric I'm, Vespa gang, I'm in your on my gang. Steelers. I'm yeah. driving a Honda Insight. All right. Oh yeah, that's I'll, true. I'll be With the EV your, gang. Yeah. Yeah. The EV. You're kind of looked down a little bit because it still uses gas. So you're like, eh, he's yeah. kind of in there. I'm like fifty fifty. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's, we've got four wheels. Yeah. I think yeah. once this thing blows up, you yeah. need to give a listener. Oh, not literally of though, right? Vespa. No. Give a yeah. listener of Vespa. Yes. Jeez. Oh, All right. We might have to ask someone else about that. I'm certainly not doing it. Wow, what a rousing rendition yeah. of Big Deal, Little Big Deal. Big Deal, Little Deal. All right, Emily, who won? Emily, um, well, how about, you want to hit that cowbell? Sure. Uh, here's the deal. I don't think there's a winner or a loser. Okay. I think it's just. That's true. She well, is she an equal opportunity yes. offender. She keeps the peace. You know, it's just fun, right? Yeah. Yeah, I was telling him, I was watching uh, Boys in the Hood last night. Okay. And, and the last line of that movie, when after, um, I think it's Cuba Gooding Jr., he doesn't go and shoot, uh, He's going to shoot the bad guy. He's going to shoot the guy who shot their friend. Who's yeah. like doing the script. Have you seen that movie before? I've never. It's kind of like a forgotten gem. Should, should I see it? Yeah. Definitely. I mean, it's a John Singleton movie from like the early 90s. Um, but the, the last line at the end is increase the peace, which was like a big saying in the, the early 90s. Increase the peace. Yeah, bringing it back. Increase the peace. You don't know if, if you're one of these people who are shooting, you don't know where that bullet's going to go. Yeah. You're not going to hit your target. Look, look at this. I, I I went target <laughs> shooting over the weekend. I got a twenty two. I got a twenty two SR, and I'm used to shooting revolvers. So I was shooting the twenty two. I wasn't used to casings coming out. It ricocheted off the side, and the hot brass like burned <gasps> me right on my cheek. Just think of that; it hit your eye. Yeah, I know. Then oh, I got eyewear afterwards. You, you were wearing yeah. safety goggles. Well, but then I could wear like an eye patch, and we go with my snakeskin boots, and I would just look even more badass. Yeah, you've got snakeskin boots for podcasting, of course. That's, that's, and you got a haircut for podcasting. Yep. <laughs> so equal. That's how we roll. Okay, you got us. All right, All right thanks, thanks, Emily. Emily. Thanks, thanks for joining us, guys. 
Coming here to defend his championship against a brand new competitor. You don't live Welcome in a barn. Close Lake the door. England. Lake England. Whoa, standing with much aplomb. I'm, I'm here to take on the infamous Kyle. Well, can you stand up, up to the microphone so we you can hear you? need to be right yeah. up in yeah. Yeah. Here to take Say that on again. The infamous Kyle Cunningham. Oh! All right, Kyle Cunningham, infamous. come up and say hello to everybody. You're here to defend your title. Yeah, and you're, it's also, be uh, back. you're also playing a show. Tonight, people listening to this won't be able to attend it, but uh, good luck on your show tonight, because this will be out tomorrow morning. But yeah. yeah, that's over. Where is that? The Tremont Lounge? Tre- Tremont Tavern. I'm going to sing Tavern. songs about truck driving. Are oh, you really? that's crazy. You're doing it there. You're hosting from there now. Uh, yeah, it's uh, just open mic. You know, nothing uh, special. But... Okay, well, give us a couple bars. No. No, no acapella? Oh, no, no. I have oh. done some open mic there. Back in the day. No, around 2010. Right. But i yeah. tell you what I can do. Okay. Is I can you can win this game? I can win this game, but I can also I could possibly give you some recordings to use as bumper music. All right, maybe we'll Whoa. see about that. We'll see about that. We'll see about that one. Whoa! Look, you got to win at least ten of these in a row. Okay, <laughs> okay market right. expert so, trivia. Yeah, so the way this works is you're gonna hit your buzzer, and whoever does it first gets to answer first. Do not jump in. Do not speak until until you're pointed at. All right. So okay, let's get these questions up. Chad, can you uh can you read? Can I you can give read. Them their first yes. I learned. I learned. Uh, all right, Last let, year. Let, let's let these gentlemen choose their own adventure. <laughs> uh, okay, question number one. Trucking safety. How many semi-truck accidents are there per year, approximately, in the USA? Oh, that's Blake England. Bing, 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 bing. Yeah. Blake England. Uh, I'm going to say 500,000. 500,000? Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, Whoa, well, that is so correct. I mean, on the oh, money, honey. 500,001. Wow. Well, hold on a second. Are you a, or do you work for the M, the FMCSA? What do you do around here at Freightways, and how do you have this type of knowledge in your brain? Yeah, so I'm a Sonar account executive. Uh, I work with Kyle. He's uh, he's my manager now. Your manager? Oh, like in wrestling. Oh, as, as leveling up. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but we have a lot of good charts uh, within our SaaS platform called Sonar. All right. Um, and you can see a lot of DOT uh, information and data there. So Well, uh, you're clearly studying it. Yeah. Nice. Wow. Well, okay. You trained him well. Dooner, why don't you All right, read gonna, this Let's recenter the answer. Me. So I'm going to answer. This one has to do with trucking regulations. How many trailers does the largest multi-combination truck you'll see on U.S. roads have? Oh, we got Kyle here. He's trying to storm back. And I think, didn't he have come back from like 0-2 last time? I think he may have. I'm going to go with three. You're going to go with three. Well, you used to be a former truck driver, right? I've seen him. Have you ever, and you're going to get a little, yeah, a little big above that. Have you ever pulled, have you ever pulled it like three trailers before? I did doubles. You did double. Double duty. Well, it, it, ain't, it ain't easy to back those things. Nice. I would think I wouldn't think so, not. yeah. Chad, what is the second part? What is it? Question three is also trugging regulations. Okay. What do we get there? Are you guys ready? Ready or not, here we go. What type of freight movement is this typically used with? Oh, Kyle is right back again. The largest. Now, almost too truck. easy. Like shooting, like shooting trucks in a barrel. Come on. I mean, speaking of trucks, I drove this type of truck 
And it's going to be the LTL less. Bing, bing, load. bing. That is less correct. Two to one, Kyle coming back again. Yeah. But it is not too late for Blake. He's the champion. And the champion, you have to beat the champion. You cannot tie the champion to get the That's title. That's right. If you tie, you die if you're the challenger. All right. This one is on trucking gear. And I feel like it's going to be a big upset if Kyle doesn't get this. But this could be about speed, too. Because like this might be kind of general knowledge. We throw hey, a little, hey, you can't look at the show notes. A no, look at the show notes. One of the greatest hazards truck drivers face is animals on the road, which can destroy a semi's radiator. What is something a trucker would install in his truck to pro- to protect against this? Oh, oh Blake England oh, Blake coming to the table. To the buzzer. James from Jeopardy with the quick fire on the trigger. All right, <laughs> what, do we, what do we call this? Uh, in America, they're known as moose bars. Oh, well, what were they, well, that is right. What would they be called somewhere else? So we actually, fun fact, we had our market trivia on our Slack what? the other day uh, from our very own Dean House Australian. Wow. Uh, he used to drive a truck in Australia, and we were talking about what these were called in Australia. Yeah. Um, and they're actually called bull bars. Bull bars. Bull bars. Wow, you have a uh, photogenic memory. You remember things beautifully. Wow. For the tiebreak. All right, for the tiebreaker. Who invented Are you the... guys ready? Uh, okay. <clears throat> yes. Who invented the modern semi-truck? Ooh, I did a podcast on this once on my old show. It is Kyle Cunningham. I wonder if he'll get this right. He looks a little unsure of himself. He's rubbing it. He's like furrowing in his brow. I mean, this, this is that one where it's like a daily double or something. Yeah. Is it Alex Winton? It is Alexander Winton. He did so, what, in Cleveland, Ohio? He invented this semi-truck. All right, but where? Well, he didn't have to know that. That's not part of the question. But you could fill them in. For bonus points. Yeah, you guys know what year it was? In Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah, but do you know what year? What what century was it in? That's kind of a tricky one. I'm thinking pre-1900. Pre-1900. Whoa, Blake Uh, England! Bonus points! Yeah, but a century, though. 1898. Yeah, but wouldn't that be the 19th century? It is the 19th century. He kind of fumbled that one. Yeah, I'll I'll take a wild guess and say 1899. Mm, 1898. That's when it was fully manufactured. Yeah, he sold his first one in 1899, but he first made it in 1898. Winton went into business of the horseless carriages in 1896. So today he would be known as a car maker, not a horseless carriage maker, correct? Well, or a truck maker. Even if or an OEM, we call right? him a tie. Call it, would that be it an OEM? Means Kyle Cunningham won. Kyle Blake won. England, you didn't beat your manager. Oh, next time. Well, we'll still let you hit the cowbell. Anybody who comes in is to yes. enter in the the competition. We'll have a year end prize. We don't know what it is yet. These are things that we decide on the fly, and as the show grows, the prize may become better, so we don't want to commit to something. But here, play us uh, (laughs) this little, like, five-second play. I don't know if I can compete with Kyle's. uh, You know, don't kill it. Let's hear it. Don't be negative, and don't defeat yourself before you do. I like the way you're going upside down on the handle. What what kind of genre do you want? What kind of genre do you want? Yeah. You can't rely on your manager for everything. Hey. All right. Going with the beat. Don't fuck it. 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 This is the nervous salesman here, Kale Bill. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm my snakeskin cowboy. I like it. I like it. I'm sir, please, if you would like to buy any. Okay, sure. Okay, I'll talk to you later. 
Uh, All right. Yes, nervous salesman. Well, Kyle, I like it, guys. Yeah. Thank you so much. Nice mm-hmm. to have you in the truth hey, booth. Good, good luck at your show the, tonight. I think that there's a pretty good chance I may be there. I'd love to see you. Yeah. All right. Take it All easy. Right, good And luck. thanks for making your debut, Blake. You did All a great right. job. Yeah. Let me know. Yeah. If, oh, yeah. If, tell, if me, I, tell me a little bit about that real quick. Some of your events right here, you got you got Facebook Live, right? You do your Facebook so, Live. yeah, you definitely, Wednesday nights, it's the night shift. The night shift. Yeah, it's uh, myself and Reed Clements. Mm-hmm. And we really dive into what's happening in the market for smaller carriers or just anybody who loves trucking. So oh. be sure to check it out. Keep on trucking. Yeah, like, nice. the, like the Freight Waves. All you got to do is like the Freight Waves Facebook page, right? That's all they got to do. And then yeah, they just, like, like the page. Yeah. We go live from the page, 7 p.m. Wednesday night. So nice. see you all there. Is it interactive? Can If they have questions about Sonar? Absolutely. Any question? Well, not any question, but nearly any question okay. we'll answer <laughs> all for right. you. All right. Well, okay. Within reason. Yeah. All right. No quarters, right, no guys. batteries, except for some things. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Take these. And there's actually some big right. things we've noticed in, in, in Sonar just recently what? regarding freight and freight volumes that uh, I don't know. If I, was, if I was a shipper or a carrier, I would have a lot of questions about. Thanks, uh, Blake, for being uh, Kyle's next um, victim. I mean, um, uh, yeah. you know, uh, opponent. Thanks for having yeah. me, guys. Coach him <laughs> up better next time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is a failure it of all leadership. Falls on my shoulders. <laughs> this is a failure of leadership. Everything. All right. <laughs> That's what happens See when you're a leader. Bye. Take it easy, Bye. man. All right. I uh, Do I hear Phil Moody's footsteps? Moody! Oh, there he is. Moody is Moody. on the move. Moody's on the move. He's moving into the booth. Literally, not metaphorically. No. What is up, my brothers? Oh, man. We haven't played disc golf in a long time. It's been too long. <laughs> it's been like almost 10 days now. I'm having, Our I'm having first DG withdrawal. DG nine convert. Days. Nine days too long. Well, like we said, we're starting a group, and we uh, we only count the players, not the sayers. So if you want to play disc golf that with us, right. you got to be out there and throw the discs. Many a person has said, hey, man, I want to join you guys yeah. and play. But when it gets a little closer to it, they're like, well, I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. Like John Bowes. Yeah. He, yeah. he was like going to play. And then he was like, well, I mean, I don't know. I used to. You know what, though? He is, so you know, he is very talented and he's, he's very good at nearly everything he does. I've seen him play. Uh, we, Phil we Moody? Play. No, we should not oh, like John Bowes. No, no, no. I mean, Phil Moody's like, he's, like, he's just okay. He's like, and I, you and I are on par with Yeah, we're kind other. of like on the bar. We're just like mediocre at, at like athletics. But uh, but John Bowes is like literally like he's got a multi-degree in, in many different martial arts disciplines. Yeah. Uh, he's a coordinated guy. He could be pretty I'll deadly. I'll take him on. I'd like to see it. I'd like to see it. So I'll take on maybe, all uh, comers. Yeah. Maybe we'll have like a couple match. Me and you versus, versus him and Bose or something. Bose is my, uh, my couple. It'll be your couple. Hey, right. I'm okay with that. By the way, Bose and Moods. Yeah. Well, big news. We, we sort of mentioned it on the Backhaul Edition about the big change to the branding of our events. Now we have some speakers. We talked about Ben a little bit during Big Deal, Little Deal. But fill us in. What is going on with the event, Phil? Well, as many of you probably heard last week, we are rebranding it to Freight Waves Live. Ooh, a little cowbell Very excited about that. When is that? So that is our biannual event going on every May, mm. every November. Uh, to We're going to take it around the country. Oh, wow. Talk about what's going on in freight tech. It's like the NFL draft now. Just move it around, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, shoot us an email at events. Events at FreightWaves.com if you want us to come to your we, city. We got to go to Mountain View. Uh, shout out to listeners of the week, right? Listener so of the month was Mountain View, California. Mountain View, California. That's yeah. right. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's a good area. Events. Yeah, it is. It's events at FreightWaves.com. Correct. That's All right. e- email. Yeah. Email you. Yeah. So, so we kind of figured that freight tech is just moving a little bit too fast. Yeah. And that's why we need to stay on top of it twice a year. 
So what is the date of this oh, one in November? Yeah, that. you can't you can't like it. So like you don't yeah, want to date too. You we don't want to stop with with the all the the tech innovation, all the VC happening. Just make mm-hmm. that once a year. If we're all like together, let's no. just keep the love alive. Freight right? tech is. I mean, it's a rapidly developing industry. Yeah. A lot of investment coming into it. A lot of ideas. A lot of technology improvements. And if it wasn't, it'd you be dead, right? I mean, right. like it has to. The whole point of it is to be progressive and to to keep technology moving forward. Technology right. never sleeps, just like the news. There's and so things much, really happen fast. Yeah, there's so much room in this industry for technological improvements. I mean, I love to use the analogy that we still use paper checks. Yeah, you know, you know. look at how you get driver cash to drivers on the road. Yeah, it's it's a what's paper wrong, check what's, industry. What's wrong with that? It's 2019. <laughs> yeah, man, come on, man. I mean, it's an easy place to find your. Bank routing and account number. Well, I will say that I have yeah. an app for that. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's an, an app for that too. <laughs> there's an app yeah. for that. There's so many. Although apps. there's a lot of app fatigue nowadays. You know, yeah, I'm down yeah. to like five apps. Really? Yeah. How do you get by? I just use like Safari for most things. Oh, so you pull out your laptop? No, no, like Safari on my iPhone. Oh, okay. Yeah. Moody on the move. What else you got? Moody, cooking, what's, yeah, good looking? So what's going are, on at the event? Did y'all already talk about Ben Mesrick? No, no. We, we want you to talk about these speakers well, that are coming there. Tell us what we, we mentioned. Discussed a whether bit. he was a big deal or little deal. Yeah. I think he's a pretty big deal, yeah. if you ask me. That's what I said. <sighs> so Ben Mesrick, as we announced a couple weeks ago, he is our keynote speaker. Mm. Kind of in the same vein as what we've had at past events with yeah. Michael Lewis, Gary Vaynerchuk, uh, Ben Mesrick's best-selling author, New York Times bestseller. Written over a dozen books. Wow. Uh, his probably most famous two, Burning Down the House, which was made into the movie 21. That was about uh, MIT students scamming casinos, right? Out exactly. of Blackjack. Card counting. Card counting. Uh, Kevin Spacey was starring in that one. Yeah. Oh, oh wow. Well. Uh, mm, yeah. Maybe that's why we don't see that on too much anymore. <laughs> that house of cards. There's some. There's some. Collapsed. Yeah, there's some things I was a fan of. It's like, how do you recover from yeah. Some of these makes American know, Beauty really like, creepy too. Like if you right, American, yeah. like I thought about creepier. that recently. Yeah. Movie's in a whole different context. Oh, yeah, you know? it really is. yeah, I know. It was already a creepy movie. Yeah, yeah. Oof. Well, his other book is Accidental Billionaires, yeah. made into the movie The Social Network. Mm-hmm. Golly, uh, like I, I said, I mean, when your books are turned into movies, that's mm-hmm. that's a big deal. But not just anyone. This was directed by Christopher Nolan at the height of his Nolanness, right? The height yeah. of his power. He had just done some of these Batman movies, and then Trent Reznor came and did the score with Atticus Ross. Wow. I think the score won a Grammy. That's I think the impressive. movie won a bunch of Oscars. So mm-hmm. you know, a it, film fan. Yeah. You yeah. are a film fan. Aficionado, I think they call it. Mm-hmm. And these took place in Boston, right? So the MIT one. He's from Boston, by the way. Yeah. Fellow Beantown Restaurant. Wow. Resident, I think you, I think, okay, okay, you won that one. That won. Not the whole big deal, little deal, but you won that one. Oh, just having that information in my head? No, we're just saying it was a big deal. Oh, yeah. He was a big deal. Oh, yeah. There's no doubt about that. Of course. His last book, though, is I believe but it's is he only just 13th gonna, is he, book. Is he, is he only going to talk about crypto? No, oh. no. So okay. he's a great just modern okay. economy business okay. storyteller. Yeah. Uh, he loves to rely on data to support his his stories. I would like to see his opinion of some of the private equity and venture capital coming into the freight tech space and what he thinks about mm-hmm. that. Is that sort of one of these card counting schemes where people are trying to get in before they can get out? Or is it legit? Who are the good companies? Who are the bad? I'm really curious to see what his perspective would be on that. Can't wait to meet the gentleman. Yeah, that's kind of reminds me of the Michael Lewis conversation that Craig had on stage last year oh. in Dallas at Market Waves. 
And, you know, that conversation kind of turned into talking about the data in the transportation industry and all the doors that are opening up because of all the data that's being collected. Yeah. Who else is going to be there? Do we have any other speakers to announce? So here's a fresh announcement. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, little... Oh, you're hearing it here first on What the Drug. We've got Howard Green coming in. He is the founder of Business News Network in in Canada. Uh Yes. Yeah. So he he founded that back in 99. He has been the host of Headline with Howard Green, Mm -hmm. flagship interview show, interviewed people like Nice. Alan Greenspan, Larry Summers, oh, T Boone Pickens. Green and Greenspan. That's correct. <laughs> Richard Branson, Tony Blair, former British uh-huh. Prime Minister. Do you know that Richard Branson is a is a uh, a hot air balloon aficionado? Is he? Yeah, he he loves wow. hot air balloons. So he just like he's the Virgin Airlines guy, right? Yeah, he's an airline guy and he's yeah. a hot air balloon guy. He loves the hot air balloons. Oh, I've heard about him. I'm kind of afraid of hot air balloons and helicopters. I have like those are my two forms of aviation. I'm like deathly afraid of. Are you afraid of heights? A little bit, yeah. But I'm not afraid of flying. I just don't like helicopters because, like, it just seems like they, I don't know, they weren't, like, I, I they watched Have themselves? you ever dived headfirst off of a high dive? I thought you were asking me if I ever died. It's like, <laughs> yes, and I'm back now. <laughs> I feel a little weaker each time. Uh, I've jumped up. off, like, bridges and stuff, yeah. You've jumped headfirst off of bridges? Well, like, feet first. It hurts, though. Oh, like, feet first like, yeah. isn't headfirst. I jumped off holding a crab once. So, no, you've never jumped headfirst off of a high dive. No, I don't really know how to dive too well. <laughs> you kind of just jump head. <laughs> First, right? <laughs> yeah, but then like your body, like I fall like a cat, like I just I immediately go back to my feet and land on my belly. <laughs> okay, oh, that's a, that's painful. Yeah, that's not a good sight. Uh, Moody Alou. Howard Green also written a couple of big books, Banking on America, uh-huh. as well as it, that was Ooh. the story of TD Bank TD Bank's rise to Ooh. the top and TD Bank North America. TD Bank North Garden. That's the name of the Boston Garden in. Boston, Massachusetts, home to Ben. It all comes back to Boston. This is why they call it the Apparently. hub. Apparently, why they call it the hub. Mm-hmm. He's kind of a uh, a little Renaissance man when it comes to media and business in general. He also yeah. directed a documentary on the investigation of Swiss Air One Eleven. Oh, okay, if well, you, if you know your airline flight history, <laughs> yeah, and I <coughs> don't. Well, but uh, that but was a ninety. Thanks for informing me. Crash. You learn a little oh. bit something of something new each and every. Yeah, that's time. what happens at our events, right? You're gonna Those walk two. out of there with a more knowledge and a bigger network. Yeah, yeah, and let's hope that all of our Boston listeners give a little bit of shout out because Dooner is giving us giving them a lot of love. Yeah, and it's Mountain View, California, that is our main really? constituency. It's, it's true. We got to do a live show there. Last, yeah, gotta that's, do that's, where, that's where most of the fan base comes from. We, we this month we had an explosion there. This month, the previous month, not so much, but May they just like took over. I don't know if everyone over there is sharing it. It's home I to Google, either. Microsoft, LinkedIn, Drive AI, Kiva Systems, which is uh, Amazon's robotics thing. So. Thank you to listeners yeah, in Mountain th- View. Thanks for bringing yeah, us into the them. Cool Kids Club. Like they were like four times above any other place. Like we've just I don't know. We're and it's, it's, it's there's only seventy six thousand people in Mountain View, and I think like half of them are listening to what the trucks. So that's pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Keep us awesome. represented on the West no, Coast. Ours is the most popular thing there. I used to live out in California, so it's nice is to have it? that connection. Yeah. Where have you not lived? That's probably um, a shorter list. The middle of the country. Than, I never well, lived those in the South. Two this places. was the first time. That he, yeah. that, That's the, the only two places I have lived. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And no, I lived in Vermont when I went to Bennington College. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Phil, before you go, tell us what brings Howard Green to our event. So last year, Howard Green came out with a book called Railroader. Ooh. It's the story of four-time, correct? It's the story of four-time CEO Hunter Harrison. Now, for mm-hmm. those of you who might not know who Hunter Harrison is, he 
turned four different railroad companies around through a concept called precision railroading. Oh. Yeah, so complete game changer for the industry. And Howard Green told the story of Hunter Harrison. So un- unfortunately, Hunter passed away back in 2017. Okay. Uh, but his his ideas are still changing the industry today. Yeah, I heard Warren Buffett was even a big supporter of precision railroading. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's all about efficiencies. I'm not going to go in because I'm not an expert on on precision railroading, but... Yeah, it's a game changer. Um, and then, since we're talking Moody on the Move, I yeah. got a little self promo. Mm, another another boy with a concert. Be in Nashville this weekend, playing a gig at the basement. Oh yeah, what what's what's your band? So this is a band called Meridine. Oh. I'm sitting in with them on the keys all night Saturday night. Oh, what, you're at, playing the keyboards, huh? Yeah. Wow. And dude, I have to say, Dooner, this guy can play some keys. Can you really? I'm just oh, trying to keep yeah. up with you on guitar, Chad. Not oh, wow. at all. Well then, it, it is a uh, it is fun. It is so fun, man. This dude can play some keys. He plays for a lot of bands. And, uh, well, you know, he's not like a hired gun. He's got friends in, yeah. in, no, I, in, in high places, as I, they say. It's hard to say you're hired when you play for free. Yeah. Oh, in this wow. case, this one's free. <laughs> hired for but nothing. next weekend, I, it's a paid gig. Yeah. Yeah, I'm right. always free. I'm just there to play music. Yeah, you know what? That's what I, I was telling a <laughs> what buddy a of mine. I was telling a buddy of mine that if you want opportunities in entertainment or media, Sometimes you, you you know your first gig usually isn't the one that pays. You got to be in front of people. You got to. It's not his first gig. Well, I mean, maybe your hundred doesn't pay. And this earlier. ain't your first rodeo. Yeah. Well, my well, brother always told me you get paid to set up your equipment. Uh, well, speaking you don't of the, get paid to play. Speaking, speaking of the speaking, speaking of the that's North, a good one. That is good. That's speaking true. of the Northeast, drivers in Connecticut, if you're on I-95, exit nine is going to be closed this weekend. If you've ever been on that corridor, it's a mess. It's kind of the road between. New York and Boston, you go through there, it can take hours and hours to get through. So try to avoid the area if you can. Phil Moody, give us a little tap tap on this on your way out. Play yourself oh out with the Wait, cowbell. I can do that? You can touch Bessie, yes. Oh, well, not so only special. can. Now you said you're a, uh, a uh, musician. Ouch. I like it. Like we can keep going strong. if we want. Yeah, well, it's oh, my first time with yeah. authority, right. Well, right? And, Nick, and you a can, nice little like a little yeah. rhythm, a, a little, little rhythm. Ta 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 ta. ta. I like ding-a-dee, it. Ding ding ding. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. The first time. Moody on the move. Thank you. Now it's oh time to hear from our dear readers at the new and improved FreightWaves.com with the comment section rodeo. Yeah, and uh, you know it's new and improved, but um, we still want to get our podcast segment a little higher up on the web page. Yeah, yeah a little newsletter I mean, action would be say, nice too. Yeah, right. Um, so uh, Jimmy Dematis, what's he talking about? California says, regulations, right? He was, he was on a post about California regulations. He says, "Finally, California legislation I would support." It's no secret California is well known for creating rules that cost carriers mm. money. In this case, it is the right thing to do. Too many have been abused in the drayage sector. Ooh. And that's about, of course, the California regu- regulations in that area. Yeah. That's an interesting point of view, and I, it's good to hear. Well, you know, we always talk about this, and we talk about it with Sonar, too, and it's about POV, and we talk about it internally here because we have people who come to us from all different walks of life, some from not within the industry, but then we have others. A lot of us are from within, and we have people that come from the carrier side, people who come from the broker side, and people who come from the shipper side. So all the different outlooks are, are, are really interesting and a big topic and a big focus. And even on Freight Waves now, the production is shifting a little bit to be a little bit more inclusive of all perspectives, which I think is a great thing, don't you? I sure do, because 
if it wasn't for that, then I never would have been welcomed in. Yeah, because one of the things, too, is that what may be good for the goose isn't good for the gander, brother. Right. I, I, yeah, it's not. This is from Trump's tariffs may harm economy. It was, it was Gerard Hampton. It says Trump's tariffs may harm economy. And then he writes, and then again, it might not. So from the TIFF CEO doesn't agree with the broker description. Oh, that broke up. That, that blew up. Ziff, Ziff. says... And, and this is this is quite interesting. I'm quite sure they're they're fair to them every time I found out what rate the shipper paid to move the freight and compared it to what cut rate I'm getting paid. The broker took between thirty to sixty percent of the rate the shipper paid, and the shipper's wondering why it took mm. them three days to find a truck to take it. All the computers and tracking in the world doesn't justify that kind of margin when trucking companies have far more in overhead costs. Just the insurance on five trucks is more than the full value of the bond most brokers must have. And you could only buy 50 nice computers for the cost of one truck. You kind of read that like you were addressing the queen. I did. You kind of because to me, I was well, like, that's, he was that being was progressively angrier. That was the tone. That was yeah. the tone. Well, here's it, it sounded plaintive. Here's Donnie Chambliss. He says, after 30 years as owner operator and dealing with brokers, I found out that any you know some take advantage of small carriers because they have to keep moving to pay everybody that's got their hand out every day going down the road. Every state has fuel taxes along with everything else you pay. For every time you stop along with high insurance, maintenance at 100-plus hours, parts and, and tires and, and all the highs and lows, and, and there you go. All-time highs. And then what you do with the all-time highs, then what you do is you manage to net, your, you pay only 15% for taxes. Well, the broker sat there trying to con you to move OTR freight for less than $2 a mile. <laughs> Exclamation point! For only left for two dollars a mile when they are getting two fifty a mile or more. So you see, the brokers are taking fifty cents. Yeah, off this the top. is another angry. Yeah, the only fair way would be all freight pays what the national average is on the day for fuel. If fuel national average is two sixty five a gallon, that's what you get. To, that's what you get paid per mile. That would do away with a lot of brokers and would deal with companies themselves. Back in the 50s and 60s when my dad was <laughs> Just older, a few years Robert, ago. he was getting 70 cents to a dollar amount, and I was buying a can of Coke for five cents. Uh, and then he goes, you know, don't take these cut rate things back haul. Back then, men wouldn't put up with being a trucking pansy. No balls, no glory. Wow. So he I, had a few things so to he, say. I guess well, what he's really saying is he wants regulation to come back, right? Wow, I don't right? think so. What do you mean? He's, telling, mean? he's saying that he wants it regulated at two sixty five a gallon, yeah, or whatever the national average is. That's regulation. Uh, wow, is that is that the glory of the past? I, I guess so. I, I just don't Bringing know. Bringing it back. I, I just don't know. Um, yeah, he's definitely fired up about a few things, and you know, and it's kind of another broker hater type of thing. Yeah, I don't think that brokers generally are doing <laughs> well, that. Yeah, I mean, you're yeah. enjoy this next comment, uh, read then. Uh, Michael T. Dobbin writes. Brokers are the lowest form of life. They no. have no skin in the game and Shots control fired. how much the truck and drivers make. When will we learn to say no to the cheap rates, park the trucks, and tell the brokers what they are going to pay to have the freight move? Mm. I, I, I don't know. Wow. I mean, there's a lot I of mean, anger. A lot, yeah. lot of anger at the there's brokers frustration. right now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's a lot of hate. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know why? Because, because of the capacity thing, right? Right now, 
you know, last year we got a little spoiled, and then this year, eh, not so much. Right. So Art, he chimes in. He says, why don't we create a brokerage for the brokers? Oh, uh-huh. Middlemen for the middlemen. And he says, I agree because <laughs> I agree because I know that TIA members routinely beat their asset-based competition in quality rate and other metrics when they are established and monitored. With what do they beat the assets with? Their own assets. Great logic there shows a promising future in logistics. A lot of brokers in the business aren't trained, nor are they educated. A lot of brokers finesse their way to the shipper and start moving loads that they don't want and they don't know how. My trucks arrive at the shipper to find the shipper requested a tailgate dry van with two front e-tracks. I call the broker and he starts Googling what e-tracks are. Keep in mind, this is a registered freight broker in the States. Why do we need more and more intermediaries between us on the freight, especially when the brokers are there for the money and not the act, and they don't even actually run the truck companies. Leave the work to the people who do the work and stop creating more middle men. Simplicity is key. Extra moving parts and melts to feed only increase the rate for the customer. Wow. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I mean, it's a good, fair, it's a fair question. Well, I mean, I worked, a lot of frustration. I, I worked for a broker, and there was there, a lot of times there was an impasse between communication with like tailgates and lift gates and that stuff. And sometimes that can get lost in the middle, just to be fair. Well, uh, you know, I'm starting to feel some of the outrage as well. And we're, we're thankful for our, for our commenters for saying what they, what, what they say. Some of them, uh, you know, a little more, you know, sharing what's on their mind, that, that I suppose, than others. But uh, what this one, most, bro- boy, it's really a down on the broker side. Yeah, this is most a- brokers are scummy. Whoa. Sorry, but it's the truth. A- any indie that's run the spot market enough, just, just how slimy they are. Sounds like the author of this article got paid by TIA hmm. and or is a thieving broker himself. Well, Jimmy Wells, there's no, uh, there's no uh, anger or hurt there, is there? Caleb has actually a nice counterpoint to this. And we get to end on something positive, which I always like to do. He said that I'm a small carrier. And what Mr. Roush, the, the, the guy who wrote the article, had to say is pretty accurate to me. All right. Well, fair enough. Yeah. You know, one of the things that we love doing here on the podcast is we've been leveling up, going not one but two times per week with what we are now calling the head hall and the back hall edition is uh, we, we love bringing you what is happening during the week. And then we like giving you a roundup of what to head into your weekend. It is our pleasure to do so. We thank you for listening. Look us up on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and everywhere podcasts are heard around the world. Stop by the new and improved FreightWaves.com and check out our YouTube channel. Subscribe there and smash that bell. Our content is always free. There's no borders. There's no boundaries. And we are 100% beyond the wall. Yes, sir. You've been watching that Game of Thrones. Yeah, I'm on season four, episode two. Don't don't yell like that. I'm not, dude. Control your voice. (laughs) Thank thank you for tuning in to What the Drums. Man, I can't wait till we can play with those little, uh, Oh, I know. It's going to be fun. We can, like, play with the truck. Is that even another one you already do? What are you going to put in the back of that cab? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to put in a van. Whoa, he won't fit that in there.